When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the apps? I'm good. I'm fresh off another move. Feeling Fre- that high. <laughs> I just I, I watched the move the, the I, I watched on Instagram stories and I just get such a like a, a I get a happiness from it just yeah. seeing you move for the seven thousandth time in my life. I mean, it's getting a little absurd. How's it with the in-laws living with them? It's You're by nice. the beach, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, it's been like twelve hours. Okay, but so far, <laughs> so far, so, so good. far, so good. But I have to say, and I mean, I don't really like talk up Mike this that much. But I think that he's been, um, the past 24 hours, mm. he's been really great. Moved on his birthday, didn't care, didn't right. complain, has very much your sensibility of like, I don't really care. It's a birthday. Yes. I think a, a lot of guys are that way too. Like when I yeah. meet a guy who's like a big birthday guy, I'm like, what's up with this dude? Right. You know, like I, I let me have, you know, I, I don't, yeah, yeah, it's just not like I would have been bitching week. like the entire day yeah. about and having And it's to my move. birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I not been, a guy thing. I would have been complaining the whole time. He really didn't complain at all. We went to, we went to Verizon. He didn't care. I was like, can we stop by? He was just like, sure. Like we're just running errands. Didn't really mind at all. I yeah. thought he was like, um, just very cool about it. And then when we got to his parents, I think he was very good at like going out of his way to make sure that I was like comfortable that mm-hmm. I had space that I had like my own time to like decompress right um no Mike's a great guy very doting I, yeah. doting yes. but also like I would say from what I know about him and seeing you together seems like a perfect move boyfriend yeah <laughs> he like, when like, he's there when the past sometimes in the past he's been like working and I right. handled the move but this time he was he was on it but it just he'd be calm cool collected not really you need someone that's like the director, like over there, there, that, that. No, in that corner. Just be careful with that. And then you need the producer who is just sitting back like, okay. It good. is so funny that you just said that because literally um, the seven days leading up to the move, he was like, can you stop directing me? <laughs> He was like, I can, I know what to do. Yeah. I'm like, can you uh, wrap that thing up there and make sure you put that in the box for your parents and like make sure. And then when I was leaving, because I had to leave in the middle of the um, of the move to go do something, and he was like, he was like, stop giving me all the. I know what to do. Right. Giving me all the well, instructions. Well, I just saw you just went to your pointer finger. That was yeah. a strong pointer finger you just gave. Oh, I do. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> like that because my I get that from my mom. My mom does this thing, and all eight of her children make fun of it. We call it the hook. The hook. The hook. Okay. But it's usually when she's saying something like about one of our dads, or she's like trying. She's 
saying something kind of mean. She's trying to make a point. Right. Yeah. She goes and ask your father to do that. It's like a it's like a it's a hook in a swivel. You got if you're not on YouTube, you got to see this. It is it a very specific it's pointer. A, it's a very specific pointer. Um, it's a talent. We, we all do it now yeah. as like a way to make fun of her. Sure. We'll say you know, and why don't why don't you ask? You have to, and you have to enunciate when you do the hook. Right. So you have it's to go, the exclamation point. Why don't you ask him to go do it? I love it so much. It's oh my a- <laughs> god! And it does look very momish to me. Yes. And that idea of like it's not like a a, a straight off straight, no. like uh, Harry Potter wand <laughs> throw. It's a like a lacrosse stick. Yes. You know, cradle. I love it. And you knew she meant business when she was doing the right. hook. So we're, it was all kind of, we've taken the power back by making fun of it, but that is her signature move. And he's seen it. it, so he really doesn't like when, when, you I, do when it, I do a point. Because you're becoming her. Yes, he doesn't like yeah. that at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful. I, yeah. I, I think this is what relationships are built on. Moves and, and uh, talon throws <laughs> and things like that. And you're becoming your mother and all those things. Yeah, this is great. It's all that. But what's going on with you? We've got the special coming up. Special. Less than a, in less than a week, it will be here. August 15th, you can go on Netflix and search Jared F. I come up. Oh, wow. If you go and like. What if there's no F? Who comes up? I'm in there. I'm in okay. the group. Okay, Jared good. comes up in the group. Jar, I come up in the group. Oh wow! If you type J A R, I'm in the you, those thick pops You're up. You're in the top, the lead of the Netflix jar contest. Jar contest, right? Yeah. Okay. Right, exactly. Yeah. There's like the movie Jarhead, and then me. I'm there. Um, so if you search it, you can hit more on it and get a reminder. I'm I actually by this point there might be a trailer or a bit. Oh that's really? Up there, okay. yeah. So you know, again. I, I, I don't want to be repeating myself. I don't want people to go, oh, that's, you know, Jared Fried, Netflix hour, you up, you know, whatever. I, I just want to let people know, go watch, enjoy, share. Um, this is really like, I, I need the help. You know, like if, I, if I'm being honest, like. You know, I don't think you need the help. I think people are going to be watching this like crazy. The I, I just want, you out. know, I'm, I yeah. just want it to trend. I agree. I, I yeah. don't need it, but I like, I want it to like. I want to find more. I want this. I want people to come to this podcast because of the special. You know, yeah. like I want more people to listen to this. I wanted to. Uh, I I really am looking forward to seeing like what happens. You know, like right. it's like this kind of it's going to come out, and I think we're going to do some sort of watch party. If you keep up with my Instagram, we're going to figure something out. I might go down to Florida and just like videotape my parents watching it, <laughs> which would be funny. I don't know. Live scream of them watching the uh, of them screaming at your uh, uh, show. Yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> Me commentating on them, watching them commentating on me. Yeah. Um, Are you going to yeah. now officially be the most famous person in their Boca community? Um, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> there's some, there's some famous faces in there. They know, yeah. but they, I'm the, I'm definitely of the, I'm You're definitely known in that community. Okay. They, that, that's the, that's the, com- you know, you just hear the, the whispers of Jews. That's the comedian, you know, like that. You know, you can hear them talking about you as right. you walk around their area but um yeah i don't know it's been i feel like super content like you i seem feel like you yeah, have like i'm at ease yeah a whole new level of relaxation i really do feel it like this past you know i'm trying to like enjoy this run up to it coming out you yeah. know like i'm trying to enjoy i was at the comedy cellar i did all these shows and like just doing new material that's like working like i feel very comfortable i feel this mm-hmm. sense of confidence from it, you know, where it's like I'm, in, I'm, I, you know, there's like when you try to do something like 
you know, when you create betches, there's got to be a point where you're like, no, this is a real job. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, that point it, wasn't always obvious for sure. Right. Yeah, in yeah. the beginning. And like, it took a long time. Like, you know, to, you know, this, I, you know, the, this is what you do. This is who right. I am. So now you feel like your career choice is like a hundred percent validated a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You feel validation. You feel, you know, and like the next hour of material is already ready. Like, I'm, I'm ready, ready to, go to go on the road. Like I'm ready to get out there and do some bits. And, and I like really have fun doing these new jokes. So I'm on the road, jaredfree.com. I'm coming to all these towns, but most importantly, August 15th, want you to watch it. Want you to enjoy it. Want you to share it, make it your Instagram story. I've been hearing about like watch parties. That's like the most amazing compliment in the world. I'm, I'm truly like touched I by love it. That. Um, yeah. I was getting you should do that thing like they do on The Bachelor. They used to do I don't know if they still right. do it where they used to raid the homes of like the sorority girls watching The Bachelor. I've thought about that. Like what if I just showed up and right. then, then <laughs> it would be funny if they're like, who is this? <laughs> and then someone's like, that's the guy we're watching. That's him. That's like so I just funny. see these people just not sure what the fuck is. Get out of our house. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just picture like Sean Lowe showing up to the houses, taking his shirt off. <laughs> Is that what he did? I think so. That was like part of their promo. I will not be taking my shirt off. Uh, I don't know if that would be acceptable all these days. Right. <laughs> you can't just show up at a sorority house and take your shirt off. Hey, ladies. And you, you can't just take a, take, show up to a sorority house and take your shirt off anymore these days. Right. You can't do anything. Oh, so sensitive. <laughs> Everyone's gotten crazy. Yeah. This, um, I don't know. I was thinking, uh, We well, but that's all for the Netflix special. But we... I, I I got a uh, we we got an invitation oh, to yes. a wedding. We've been invited to We've a wedding. We've been invited our to our first wedding. Our first wedding. Well, this uh, is, as a as host, as, right? <laughs> this is exciting. So they did they wrote us a note. How did they mail it here? How did they find out the office? You can go on Google can you Maps. Find it out? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just put in betches. Oh, okay, then... that's not that. Um, you didn't thing. see the paparazzi outside and all the people holding the signs. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a lot of famous people that walk through these That's doors. right. Um, these hallowed halls. Oh, wow. They are, you know, and they are also J&J. Yes. Love that. So she wrote, so we got an invitation with a special note for us. It says, you a pod, um, plus Jared and, and Jordana helped us know what to look for in a relationship, brought us together. Thank you, Betches and others. <laughs> J&J. <laughs> Love J&J. They're Love a J&J. Yes. So, so and it's a, a beautiful invitation. Um, it is Jenna Salah and Jesus Mendoza. And they're getting married. In October. October. Congrats. Uh, uh, San Jose, California. This is beautiful. Yeah. Thank you Thank for you inviting so us. Thank you so much. I don't think we'll be there. Consider this our RSVP. Yeah, not going to make it. Not going to make it. But the invitation... Thank you. We'll have to send them some merch. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, as a gift. In lieu of a gift. <laughs> In lieu of a gift here, we'll send what, you a pat. Yeah, what costs yeah. me the least? Uh, <laughs> we'll send that. They're fans of the show. We want to make sure, you know, something for their uh, for their honeymoon. I love it. You know, I had something happen on the way here that I, 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 I look for metaphors for the dating world. Okay. In my everyday life. Yeah. I'm in Signs. line. Signs. Just like... Will. Just things. I just I, I I I'm in line at getting coffee at uh, Blackstone. Yes. Where I, I famously go. I see a lot of you up fans there. They people. You know, I love going there. And there's a dad that does the morning shift, and then the two sons that do the later shift. Of of like working there. Working there. They're all related. Oh yeah, it's, it's a family affair. Mom and pop, I mean, th I mean, they are the most colorful family. They, they are like, hey, baby, hey, honey, hey, cousin, all that. You know, they're the best. The, How I, do you know they're related? 
Because I talk to them every day. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've become, you know, right. then they heard someone told them. I, it started because someone told them I talked about them on the podcast. Okay. And then started talking with them. They're great guys. All of them. Um, and then. You're still paying? I'm still sadly paying. Okay. I'm not, you know, every mom now and, and again. Mom and pop. I, I get a refill every now and again. Okay. Refills are good. Yeah. I, I'm okay with the, yeah. the relationship. You have a Netflix special. I'm su- I, I assume they, they think you can afford it. <laughs> right. They, they, they're like, look at this. You know, yeah. Mr. Netflix. That's me. I go in there and I'm and the guy, you know, I'm there early for me. What's early? It was 8 a.m. Okay. And well, this is what the, the whole story is about. Okay. For me. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. To, and so the dad's still there. So he goes, you look tired. Which, oh, I, I don't like that. Women don't like that. Men don't take offense to it. I don't like that. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I thought about that too. Like the, you look tired. Like to me, you look tired means you look like shit. Right. I mean, what else could it mean? <laughs> I, I was like, I take, I think most men take it as I look tired. Like that's the ego of a man. You know, okay. like I, yeah. this is our lucky, this is our, this is what we're lucky for is that we don't go that extra Oh, right. what's You're this not guy questioning, thi- you know, right. yeah, if you've peaked and fallen off. Right, but. right. I don't have that. I, and I think that's why a lot of, you know, if you want to give med- empathy to the murderer, you go, well, if a man says you look tired, he probably didn't think that through. Sure. Okay. So I've it, already, I've had this discussion with Mike about the you look tired. He thought <laughs> that he, he says the same thing. He said it to me in the past and yeah. I'm like, I don't like that. It's uh, a, <laughs> he threw a talent not out there. for me. <laughs> So I, he goes, you look tired. And I go, yeah, it's early for me. And I go, I go for you. Cause he gets there at like three in the morning. Right. I go, I go, I go, I go, it's afternoon yeah. for you. I think if you don't have kids, 8am is early. If you have people with kids wake up at like six or like something, something like that. Something, whatever they do. They yeah. do. If you don't have kids, I think eight. Perfectly fine to say that's early. Also, it's early for me. Yes. So, like, you know, the and but he goes, You look tired. I go, it's early for me, it's afternoon for you. Cause I know that he gets right. there at three in the morning and I'm and I go, it's early. And then this woman behind me chimes in, chiming McChimestein. She goes, You must live a <laughs> you must live a charmed life if it's early for you now. This woman? This Just random, random woman? woman. Okay. And I th- and then the guy, you know, the dad, he goes, oh, no, he's a comedian. And now the whole place is like, comedian? Right. Yeah. And then they look at me, they're like, that's not Seinfeld, he's a loser. No, no, no. It turned- and I'm like, well, I gotta go, I gotta go. You know, I leave. Slater, <laughs> right. Slater. Netflix, August 15th, please watch. <laughs> um, so this all happens, and I was thinking of, like, the dating world. Like, like, to me, I looked at that woman, I was like, you know, like, you don't know my life. <laughs> you know, right. like, you don't know what time I go. Like, I wanted to look at her and go, yeah. I, I guess I do live a charmed lifestyle. I, I went to bed at eight, woke no, up at I mean, eight. It's a big so, assumption to make. What if also like, what if you were, t- what if uh, you have, again, a, a job where you work night shifts, which you do. I do. I did. Right. The, I yelled at the bachelorette last night. Yes. So that was my job. And it was just, it is funny when you think of it. I was thinking about in the dating world. We're all the star of our own movie. Right. And maybe you're on an app and you're like, well, this person ghosted me or this person did We're all very judgy. Yes. We're all very judgy. We all make our own assumptions and it's all in in the key of me, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you write, I, I, that's a Tony Kornheiser thing. He says, I write in the key of me. Yes. And she's writing her life in the key of me. She's looking at me going early eight o'clock. 
Does he know? You know what a charmed life he must. She's not even jealous. In, but but yeah. also in her mind, she's like everyone goes to bed at the same time as me. Everyone's going through the same things as me. Right. No one has it harder than me. No one has it easier than me. Everyone's living in the key of me. So mm -hmm. it's like when we're on these dating apps and you start to get down on yourself and you go, you make these assumptions and you're like, everyone's got shit going on. Yeah. That person that didn't call you back, the person that didn't make the date, like if you just operate. You know, I just think this like you relates. Well, you never assume the best of anyone else. Right? Anyone Especially else. when, again, you're swiping through so many people. I can understand why it would be like that. Absolutely. I, had a, I saw something online that had a similar, I wanted to discuss it on, on the show. I saw something with sort of like an, I guess, similar vibe. The, it was a, it was a post on like Instagram that was from a, about a Reddit thread. Okay. So I don't, I don't like read the Reddit, the thread of um, the, am I the asshole Reddit thread, but I mm -hmm. saw it made its way to Instagram. So I sure. saw it there. And it says, woman cancels date after man refuses to wear pink to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I thought that was a very funny. Um, it's very funny. And yeah. it's also like, uh, you're not going to play along. Right. <laughs> you know, like you're not going to have fun with the Barbie movie. You must hate women. Right. It, it could only mean one thing. Right. It's okay. It could only mean that this movie. Yeah. I, I, I was going to make a Barbie joke last night. Just I, I know people are. Would you want to, to see the Barbie movie? Of course. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's do okay. this. It's a Barbie movie. Yeah. It's a once in a lifetime. Have some fun. Yeah. It won't be, you know, when Barbie 2 comes out, it won't have the same energy as no, this one. No, definitely not. And Barbie 2 is coming. You know, you better fucking believe it. I think it's it. the other, they're making like now all the other Mattel right. toys into movies. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. And Barney, Polly Pocket. And they're all like this like adult themed, I think Barney's like an adult movie. Yeah. Which is Crazy. I saw that. Yeah. It's almost like a, this feels like a we're living in a mockumentary of our of our adulthood. Like there's sometimes you're like, yeah, Barney, you know, the, the Barney, Barney on his sexual journey. You're like, yeah. that would be a joke in a movie. I'm a little nervous I, uh, <laughs> right. to, see, to see what they do with it. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins multi-active cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S.com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has 
amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Do we want to get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. What are we talking about today? Okay. We have some feedback. Yeah, we got some feedback. We're talking, we're going to start off talking about age gaps. Do we want to read the feedback for, this yeah. is about, all of it has to do with age. You want to read the feedback? I'll read it. Okay. Dr. Drew's age gap relationship slander. Ooh. Coming in Big one. J&J, I love the podcast. Thank you for all the amazing content. I am a London-based 26-year-old female working in the legal profession. I wanted to ask a question of both of you from the Dr. Drew episode. Dr. Drew discussed two things that astonished him about modern dating. One of those is younger women dating older men. I wish you three had circled back to his comment about this as I am a younger woman. I, I think still. <laughs> yes, at 26, you're a younger there, you know, as as a woman, that's a question you have about yourself constantly. Am I, I still a young woman? I think from I'm the time you're I'm about 16, to be 34, I'll be yeah. 34 in September. I think I'm a woman. I think Not you're a, a young woman. woman. No, Not you're a young, young woman. woman. No, crazy. I think 34. That's it's funny. I was talking to my friends yeah. who are all like turning 34 this year, and they were like, 34, you are a woman. You're not well, like... <laughs> Not young you're woman not anymore. a young woman. You're a woman. So you think nothing someone, wrong with it, being a woman, right? Like, no, nothing wrong. So you think if if someone was like young lady, you'd be like, stop, cut the shit. I mean, yeah, you'd be a little annoyed. You, you would you would you call a 34 year old woman a young lady? I would. I, <laughs> I've had this discussion actually recently. Move I, it, lady. I, I, move <laughs> it, lady. Yes. What am I? Your cabbie. We're not quite at ma'am stage. No, ma'am would be me trying to insult you. Yes, but uh, woman I, young, or lady? No, young woman. Uh, you still think I'm a young woman? Okay. Are you geriatric pregnancy yet? Not next year. Uh, I think that's when you become a woman. <laughs> yes, I think a geriatric pregnancy. Fair. Okay, woman. Th fine. We'll say 35 is a woman. 34 is a young woman. 34 young woman. Yeah. Um, I'm still 33 though. And then 40 old wench. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What Stop it! Please what don't kill me. Old hag. <laughs> old hag. The minute you start using your pointer finger as a yes. talon, going down. <laughs> just, just uh, old hag is just anyone uh, when you start clawing at people. I, it's not even an, uh, an age. It's just using the claw. Just a sensibility. The yeah. Sensi yeah, you're right. right. Um, okay, so am I a young woman or not? Okay, now who tends to date men eight to 12 years older than me? I am curious why Dr. Drew finds this astonishing. My friends describe me as an old soul, and I often get along better with men at least eight years older than me. I don't believe there is anything wrong with this. My motivation, referring back to Dr. Drew's comment, is that older men generally tend to be more emotionally mature and settled, which vibes better with my personality. I am interested to hear your thoughts on younger women dating older men. As always, thank you for spreading the dating wisdom. Sincerely, I like my men how I like my wine. Aged. Candace, can you remind us what, what Dr. Drew said about age gaps? Because I kind of feel like we did respond. Like, it's not... 
The idea of younger women dating older men and be, I don't think of that astonishing. Neither do I. I mean, that's like the least surprising thing in the world to me. It depends on the age gap, I think. I think it's it's case sensitive. You two didn't really say much about it. It was Dr. Drew saying that he finds it strange that young women are dating older men. Really? And then he did say that he doesn't understand their motivations by it. Oh. Really? I I can't believe we didn't say anything. That's one of those things I'm like, I can't believe you'd be astonished by that. There was a lot going on in that conversation that day. So that was okay. (laughs) (laughs) One of the many things that was said. That's why I didn't fully recall even having, even talking about that. I think, I mean, I think it's all relative. I mean, we've talked, we've talked about the weirdness of the Nick Vial age gap. But anyway, but I think it's all it's all case dependent. I don't think it's weird generally. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like it's actually the least weird thing generally. Like mm-hmm. if I if I was to, like, I, I mean, since since I've been alive, like the the freshman dating the seniors, right? You know, what, that's what happens. You know, when you become a freshman in high school, all your freshman girlfriends they all go, "Who are the junior boys? Who are the ju- uh, senior boys?" Because they're more established. They're more, you know, there's there's stability. They there there's confidence in right. in an older guy. And again, in high, in college, the same it's thing like, happens. Well, the young girls date the senior guys. Especially, I mean, in high school, I think there's like different motivations by the age gap, right? So in high school and even in college, you're kind of I think women just mature faster. Than right, men. So I would the, agree. So if you're you know, 14, 15, you're probably the guys your age who are 14, 15 are like probably acting like they're 12. Right, right, right. Um, Same when you're 23 and they're 23 too. Yeah. You know, 23 year old guys are acting like they're, you know, 18 year old guys. Right. And in college still and 23 year old women, some, you know, a lot of times are like, I'm ready to do dinners. Exactly. You know, like, and then hang with my, you know, have a conversation. I, 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 I just think this is like, to I also me, think that like the um, what was I gonna say the older you are, the more the more age gap you can have, and the less weird it is. Right. Well, that, that's the yeah. thing. It's like how much can you connect with someone? Right. I think that's what it comes down to when people go, "This is weird." I I mean, I think when not to speak for Doctor Drew, but when he says astonishing, I think he's a certain age and a certain generation. You know, he's probably seeing a lot of his friends get divorces. Right. Go and, and then go with younger women that he's going and he's not divorced. He's been in a long time marriage mm-hmm. and he's probably thinking, how could they even, you know, like, how could they even what connect? Would or, even what would I even do with a 30 year old? Right. He's or, putting, yeah, again, sure. key of yeah. me, right. you know, he's going and I, so I can understand if I'm to empathize with the wording he used of like, that's astonishing. I'd be right. like, yeah, probably for him where he's in a marriage where he's happy and he's seeing his friends who he knew their wives you know, right. move on to someone who he has nothing in common with whatsoever because they're talking about things he has no understanding of or that, that he feels very old for. And that's why he probably uses that wording. To me, at 38, you know, uh, dating someone who's like, you know, if, if I was to date someone who's, I see someone who's 25 on the dating apps and I go, what am I going to talk about? You know, what, what right. are we going to do? What if they, but you, if, let's say there but, was an old soul. Of course, uh, the, 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 I, I think that's a big part of the next email. Right. Because I, I want to read that. Can we read the next yeah, email? Because I think this one. is a, because I was thinking about this as far as like, because I'm putting myself in the shoes of the, of the people, emailer, yeah. of the emailer. And I'm like, to me, so much about this is nuance and what this podcast is all about. And, you know, and, and let's read the email because I think right. it's important. Hi, J&J. Thank you for all you do, even though I'm, I feel attacked from your age gap episode. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we uh, this yeah. was a thing. Right? 
jumping right in, I'm in. Tw- I mean, it's just funny. It goes back to exactly what you were saying, like something that we didn't even like hear. Right. Um, <laughs> so, how could they say this? You know, right. But I also they seem very rational, and I, I understand their their question isn't crazy. You know, like I I think the idea of like what what do you mean? Right. I can't date old. And it's like, well, no one's the, saying I mean, that. here's the other thing. And we're about to, I'm about to read the email. Don't worry. I'm going to get to it. Um, but this, that's the thing about comments to one person. They mean nothing and they don't remember them for another person. They could hear that and it could ruin their whole day. Yeah. You look tired. That's what I mean. Yeah, totally. What yeah, you're right. Like, uh, like from, you know what I mean? That I might right. be thinking about that for all, like all week. Right. Whereas someone else might not even remember that someone no, said that if they didn't take it personally. Absolutely. Jumping right in, I'm a 27-year-old girl. Girl or woman? (laughs) A girl. I'm giving her a girl. I'll decide. Okay. And I am starting to have feelings for a 23-year-old boy, and I need your advice. That's a boy. That's a boy. (laughs) I really like him. He is kind, mature, and thoughtful. He is an incredible communicator and patient with all of my concerns. He has voiced that he wants to date, and I just keep saying that I want to take it slow and have denied any labels at this time. Here is what I'm feeling. I'm recently out of a year and a half relationship, and while nervous about getting into another relationship so quickly, I have been trying to actively date. I've also felt very close with myself and started to feel good on my own. Two, I'm worried about the judgment of my parents and family. I told my mom about the 23-year-old, and she said, you might as well date your brother. My brother is 23. That comment doesn't even make any sense. Your brother could be the same age as you or two years older, hypothetically. You might as well date your brother is a crazy response. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Yeah, It would be like one thing if she was like, you might as well date like, um, you know, your niece or your nephew, like who's like 10. Like <laughs> I, just, just the, the crossover into incest so quickly. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> no, it, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I'm worried we are in different life stages. <laughs> it's as crazy as dating your brother. No, it is not. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, okay. I'm worried we are in different life stages. I'm about to graduate grad school and might be moving next summer depending on jobs. He has an entry-level finance job at a bank and is applying for different jobs in the area. I want to have kids, so does he, but who knows if our timelines would match up and financially we would be on the same page. What should I do? I'm nervous to let my guard down and dive 100% into this relationship, but I sort of want to. I want to be smart about this. I want to avoid wasting my time and avoid heartbreak. I would love to talk more and hear some of your thoughts. Thank you, Cougar Girl. Well, let me start with you're never going to avoid heartbreak. Sorry. Take that off the table. Yeah. Not even worth. I think the. I don't think she. I mean, she's saying avoid heartbreak. I think she means more wasting my time. Absolutely. Fine. Here's the thing that. All of her concerns are warranted. Like her, you know, she's, I can understand everything she's feeling. Right. I mean, there is obviously a double standard because I think a 27-year-old guy dating a 23-year-old woman. No one blinks an eye. No one thinks about it or cares. I do think that, like, if my friend at 27 told me she was dating a 23-year-old, it would be like a topic. Right. Well, here's, because what we're all doing is we're all doing our percentages. Mm -hmm. Like, when we look at a situation... We look at the percentages of risk, the risk, you know, we are uh, the risk percentages. Right. We go, okay, I like if I was to meet when I see a 25 year old on a dating app, I go, the percentages are low right. that, that we're going to get along. Mm-hmm. Um, if I met them out in person, I have this great conversation. Could be different. It's, the percentages right. change. Yeah. When it, and especially when 
again, this isn't a dating app scenario, but that's what we do on the dating apps. We, we're literally the cash register is, is rolling all the time. We're going, oh, oh uh, you know, this look, this from this area um, has this written in their profile, percentages, percentages, percentages. And as you get older and what this person is doing, you become more and more cynical to those. You become more risk averse. Right. And so she's saying at, you know, if she was 23, date a 23-year-old, she'd still be like, he's a 23-year-old guy who's entry level. He probably doesn't want to relate. She would right. still have concerns about a 23-year-old guy if she was 23. Yeah. I mean, here's but the, the... It just would be less... But she wouldn't care as much. Right. I mean, here's the... It's kind of... I guess the, like... it. A 23-year-old guy is less likely to want a relationship than 27-year-old, but there are many, many 23-year-old guys who are in relationships. It's not like that itself is like so rare. No, not not rare at all. It's right. just, it, but it's what, the reason she writes this email mm -hmm. is like, okay, what are people going to think? Because I've already thought it, and now I'm yeah. wondering, am I wasting my time? You know, the, the time waste factor yes. is her going on average, and what ends up happening is, the extremes take over the conversation. Someone goes, well, I met my husband and he was 23 and I was 27. And you want to like look at that person and go, shut the fuck up. Right. Get the fuck out of here. We It could work for, but it, anything can work. Yeah. Anything can happen. But this person's anxieties are based on risk. Yeah. And I, I don't see it as that big a risk to me. Well, it's the like kind the more of, she dives into it. It's the kind of thing where like, let's say if she's 27 and she would like to date someone a year or two before getting engaged, hypothetically, mm. this person, this 23 year old might be less likely to be interested in that. Even well, if they are interested in a relationship at this moment. I agreed. But here's the thing. They're, they're an adult and they're a human too. Mm -hmm. They also are doing the math. So right. when I'm 23 and I meet a 27-year-old, I'm doing the percentages. You would be. You wouldn't just be like having fun until asked otherwise. You have to. No, 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 no. You know 27-year-old woman with friends who are getting married and engaged and, right. and saying to me, you know, this is my part of life in the next couple of years. I see myself moving into the next phase. How could I ignore that? Right. You know, and again, just like she's doing the percentages on him. I used to do this all the time, and now I feel. I feel stupid. like men play dumb in this scenario. Of course we do. Yeah. You let us. <laughs> you know, oh, he well, has no well, emotional did, intelligence. How does she not let him then? How would like how would she go about this to like find I, out? I see myself getting engaged within the next couple of years if I get serious with someone. How do you feel about that? Right. You know, like I, I find I don't out know. very quick. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a reveal. Right. You know, if we go to our you know our patented reveal. Mm -hmm. That I'm sure someone's stolen on TikTok. I'm sure someone's already selling reveal T-shirts, you know. But I'm, I just think, you know, he is also doing the probabilities. What's the probability that she wants to move on and have a serious relationship higher than the 23-year-old woman? Right. You know, what can I, and again, it could be one or the other. Do I want to be, do I, what can I get away with is a thought process he could be doing. What can I get away with, which means he doesn't want a real relationship? Or do I, he'll actually think, do I right. want to be in a... Do I see it? Is do it, I see yeah. it? And it can happen. I don't think, I think like you only waste your time when you don't listen to the things people are saying. Right. You know, yeah, like, or ask the right questions. Right. So like when you say like, I don't want to waste my time, like I don't think it's a waste of time to like go on dates with this guy and see how it feels and be totally open and honest with him about how you're feeling and what you see a life to be. Yeah. 
It's a waste of time when he goes, eh, yeah, we'll see. And then you don't listen to that. Right. No, I agree. And I think the fact that he's 23 just means you might, you might need to want to pay a little bit more attention to that a little earlier than you might otherwise. Right. And, you know, it's okay to make assumptions. Right. You know, like your family's going to judge, you know, the, the saying it's the same as dating your brother. Yeah, sure. But then, you know, everyone makes their assumptions and then they see the, see the reality. And then they give you feedback again. Right. You know, they go, oh, 23, you might as well date your brother. And you go, well, I really like him. I'm going to bring him over for dinner. And then they go, wow, he's like totally, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. He's, he doesn't seem like a 23. Seems to have it all together. Oh, yeah, we kind of like him. You know, then, then you get the real feedback. Right. You know, they're doing their feedback based on percentages. Yeah. And I, like you said, people are individuals. He could be totally ready. But I would, I would put that in his file. Oh, it's on the resume. I would, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would uh, pay attention. I wouldn't, you know, listen, for me, it's as small as I don't want to stand in a bar. <laughs> you know, like I take I, him to a bar, see what he see what he's OK with doing. Right. Does he want to go to dinner or does he want to be out until three in the morning on a on a Friday night? Right. You know, some people are 40 and want to be out till three in the morning on a Friday night. The percentages are lower. You know, like you're yeah. going to you're you're more likely to find a 23 year old who wants to stay out till 3 a.m. than a 40 year old who wants to stay out till 3 a.m. hundred percent. And that's just. Well, that's why math. some people date older, older men if the, they're not interested in that either. This yeah. brings it back to that, which is like, why would a woman want an older man? Well, the percentages that he is ready to settle down, looking for the same things as her, uh, more secure in where he is in life. Right. Are all higher than 25 year old guy. And it's also the, th the things you're like societally right or wrong trained to sort of be interested in as a woman, which mm -hmm. are sort of like status and financial like capabilities. Whereas what are men trained to be interested in? Physical attraction. And and and, adve and adventure. Yeah. You know, there's there's, you know, the I think that's like the the idea of like, you know, guys just want to go out and, you know, be a little bit crazier, a little bit like, you know, not as. Let's just stay in a Netflix, you know, like even, you know, you meet a 50 year old man who's like got the Paisley shirt under the collars and, you know, he's and you're like, why is he out? Right. And he, he thinks he's 26. Adventure. Like, yeah. You know, you go to you go to Blue Martini in Naples, Florida. You'll see a lot of men there in their 50s that you're like, they don't know they're 50. Right. I mean, I don't think any guy wants to be that guy. I, I'm trying my best not to be. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you hear about who's what age is the most swiped on any app. And I, I believe it's 18 or 21 for, for, for women. women, for women. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what are like, well, what are, it, it, but then again, to uh, that go, doesn't tell you how many people are like in relationships at that age, but right. But, it, you know, here comes the icky part where it's like, you know, again, when you're swiping on an app, there's this like, okay. It's would I fuck, would I date, would a, you know, what, right. what, what, you know, what, and again, for this guy at 23, when he's looking at 27 year old woman whose friends are all getting engaged or married, the percentages are, she probably wants something more serious. Right. So I stay away, back away. There, that, that, that's fraught with danger. Mm -hmm. When you swipe on a 23 year old woman, you go, oh, they, she probably, you know, a little more casual, a little more loose, doesn't really, time isn't, of, right. you know, I don't. Well, that makes it less personal. I think that's not icky. That almost feels like better. 
you know fair it's, yeah it's like it doesn't feel like oh like i'm you know i'm past my prime and i look terrible oh no i look not, tired it's, um it's no. more like you know like the expect the ante is up for dating me that's that's exactly that's a really good way to put it i that seems more flattering to me than just like oh like i'm not i'm not young anymore and like i don't have it like i feel well, like that's the mentality that you have is like i don't have it anymore because i'm not 21 and i'm not getting the most swipes but the way you're putting it i think is a lot less personal and it feels a lot almost like more of it, like more empowering or feel you feel higher worth if it's like, I can't afford that. Right, like, <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's no. exact. And, but to reverse it too, uh, that's why this woman that wrote in about liking older men makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, right. Okay. They're, you know, they're looking, they're more likely to be the settled down person. True. Yeah. So it's percentages. It's all, we're all doing the math. Like that's like the, we, we and whoever you're dating is doing the math just like you. So when you say I'm going out with 23 year old, I don't know if I can. He's doing math, too. I, I, I'm positive. He's not asking some questions. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant. It's the game changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. 
Let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. This was a good one. I just enjoyed the subtleness. It's more subtle than our usual ones, don't you think? Uh, yeah. It like is, it, it's sure. a little bit more, okay. So Feather Feather paid subscriber. Common, I, I would imagine. More common. More common than this person thinks it is. I would say. Paid subscriber just recently saw you at your Boston show. Love you. Please keep solving dating for us every week. We will. I'm a 33-year-old female that actively that's actively dating, mostly through the apps. I feel the need to disclose that. I have some enormous boobs that okay. have often been the focus of a lot of my sexual encounters. That is not surprising to me. Not to me as well. Right. And uh, if you're a boob guy, you're a boob guy for a reason. I, <laughs> I'll let me speak for all boob guys. I, I'm, I'm with them. You're a boob guy. The boob brethren. Okay. Yeah. I went out with a guy from Bumble, and we had a pretty normal first date. Ended with a little makeout. Second date, he suggested a movie and chill, so I assumed he was trying to fuck, but I went with it. He, <laughs> I love that. I love if every guy just knew that was the attitude. Like, yeah, he's trying to fuck, but whatever. <laughs> like, I'll be like, what? I love this woman. <laughs> it's a dream. Um, he comes over. We put out, uh, put out a movie. And as things go, we started making out. Things were getting a little heated, and his dick came out. I like how she's like, it just, it came out. <laughs> like, it like, arrived at the party. <laughs> just kind of, yeah, hello! <laughs> just Whoa, being, what's that? Oh, hey, yeah. who invited dick? <laughs> uh, his dick came out. I asked if he wanted to go to my room. I live alone, so this was all happening in my living room. And he essentially said no. He was good where we were. Okay. I was using a bit of my hands and a little bit of my mouth. A little bit of my mouth. She like, like licking an ice cream cone. Peck. <laughs> uh, a little bit of my mouth. And next thing I know, he's straddling me on the couch. I'm sitting straight up back against the couch and he's straddling me on his knees. And he starts to titty fuck me. As someone with some big old naturals, <laughs> this is my first, this, as someone with some big old naturals, this isn't my first titty fuck rodeo. But normally, it's just foreplay. Not tonight. Not too long after he, not too long after he starts. I went to assist with my hands, and he pushed it away, saying he was about to finish and proceeds to finish on my chest like a true gentleman. He went and got paper towels to clean me up and promptly got dressed and returned to watching the movie. I love how professional this all is. This guy seems like it. What about her? I. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> what you didn't get off from the titty right. fucking titty rubbing? That's that to me. This is the worst part. <laughs> Turn on the movie. Uh, like what? Uh, uh, let's get back to Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Step Brothers. The dabbing with the towels. Right. Got you. Yeah. Put like, on your clothes. <laughs> Do you have any popcorn? Yeah. Uh, he went on. Went and got paper towels to clean me up, and then promptly get dressed. Uh, got dressed and returned to watching the movie. So what do you think? I've never had someone do this to completion, and it felt like a super weird move. Is he just a big titty guy? Did he seize the opportunity to try and something try something he's always wanted to? Does titty fucking actually do it enough to get a guy off? He texted me after he left, but I'm writing this the next day and haven't heard from him. To be honest, I think I'm okay with that, but wondering if this awkward sexual encounter was all he was after. Can't wait to hear you guys discuss. Sincerely, not my 40H cup of tea. 40H is... um. What can I see some 40 H's? What are we dealing 40 with? 40 H is very large. That's like an amusement park ride. I gotta 
get on the coaster. Is it, is you know, it, like, the, I mean, I don't have enormous breasts, so this isn't usually a thing for me. But have you had this experience that this woman is writing about, where you're you you have? I've titty fucked to completion. The, to yeah. completion. Yeah. Okay. To completion. Yeah. Um, not you know I, but not in the I I don't think in this way where it's so like. <laughs> You know, you know, Sitting just on, like a, a day at the office. The I way mean, he, I hope you tended to the partner on like this guy. I tend to tend. Okay. So I, I would imagine, tend to right. be like, let me, you know, let me get you but done first and then I'll dab. go do my, th- yeah. yeah. Can, can you increase <laughs> the volume? <laughs> that to me, that's the most then, offensive part. Yeah. You got to do something for her. Right. But he doesn't, yeah, he's well, like an asshole. Here's what I would say he did. Here's what I think happened. Mm-hmm. I think he and the guys do this. And again, like this is um, I'm, I'm taking making some assumptions. He's like, I don't want this. I, I'm not ready to I don't want to deal with the responsibility of having sex with someone. So he thinks this is less intimate, less intimate. Okay. That I do think I think like we would go you to equate the be- that to like a hand job. Yeah, I'd be like a breast job, a breast job. Yeah, okay. I, I would be like in my to me, mind, that would be more intimate to me personally. The titty fucking. I think so. It's like a blowjob is more intimate. It's like your blowjob like, is way different than titty fuck, though. Is intimate it intimate wise? The only part so that's like really penis intimate is, is like just bobbing in front of your face, right? Yeah, but that's as much as my elbow. You I know, know, it's just I don't know. It's not in anything except I guess. the more sexually adventurous to me, the more intimate. I guess the more. I guess guys don't see it like that. No, because. This is just, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I would, to me, would this wouldn't be intimate. This is, I could do this, you know, with my brother. <laughs> As that mom said. I know. Okay. The only intimate part of this is that you're kind of rubbing your asshole on them. Like you're the dog on the floor a little bit. It's very close to your, I don't know. I don't but know. It's not like I have like shit streak asshole. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know how I would feel about it. This was, this is never someone, any, no one I've dated has had a desire for, for, for me for this. I, yeah, she, he should go down on her, but going down so. and diddy fuck, those are two, I think he's avoiding the bedroom because he's like, listen, we'll keep things out here. We'll keep it civil. Keep it, you think that you keep think, it, it's keep just it. It's so funny like, to me that you think it's so that, that going down on someone is so much more intimate than this. Giving a blow job? Or give, go, like giving a like. Uh, I think yeah, this is uh, this is way less intimate than Catalangus. Disagree. Wow. Yeah. I, to what do me, you guys think? What do we think? Jorge's not here today, <laughs> so we don't, we're not getting another male. Right. Opinion, I, I know. I'm I'm sitting here. Becca. No. 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 You guys okay. can also say no comment. I agree with Jordana. Right. You, you agree? I, no. Listen. I, 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 I'm not saying Jordana's wrong because I can't say it. that. But no. go ahead. I'm sorry. For girls, your face is right there. If a woman sat on my face and got off by rubbing against my nose. I think that's intimate. I guess that's the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah. You don't think that's intimate? <laughs> It'd be in, I'd be into it. I'd be like, holy that's fuck. I'm, that's I'm, eyes, I'm, that's ears, that's nose. All senses are involved. Like, right. But right. I guess my face is different than I would think a chest. But again, your chest has sensitivities to it. And yeah. so, you know, so, so close to the face, so here, like you're in somebody's face. Here's what the thing is: I think it's right. like your body is being used in this as a capa- device. Yes, as yes. essentially like that. I think is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Right. So to me, that feel that feels more intimate. I guess if there was lube involved, I'd think it's more intimate. Would there have? I think to the be? dry titty fuck to me is just like you'd have to, right? Or you'd be very. Un- I've done a dry titty fuck. Okay. They don't. Now, sometimes I, don't. I listen. Lube has been involved, but I think for this woman, she's got enough titty. Okay. 
to go lubeless. Well, I called this um, not the breast. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. It's so funny how different our opinions are on this because it's like I heard this. I was like, oh, yeah, he's trying to avoid sex because he doesn't want to be responsible. Right. He doesn't want to be the guy that fucked and left. He really wants to get off. He loves her titties mm-hmm. like he's a fan, you know, so he's like, yeah, let's, no, let's, I think it highlights the difference between what, what the what intimacy means to men and women. Because I think I do think men think of that too as like um like a blowjob or like going down on someone is less intimate. I think a lot of women think of that as more intimate. Right. No. Yeah, no. That I've heard yeah. from you. Uh, yeah. 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 There's sometimes there's some women that like love giving a titty fuck. Um. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Like they, I, I, they, I think they're like you, confident. I think if you're part of the community. Right. The titty. The, lar- the titty committee. The large breast. Yeah. The yeah. large breast to titty committee. Um. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I call this, okay, I actually took your side on one of my names. Okay. Titty cuck. Okay. She kind of got cucked. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she just watched some yeah. guy, you know, get off. Uh, boob and bounce. Boob and bounce is good. <laughs> Chesty behavior. I like it. These are gold. Tit and run. Tit and run. That's it. Tit and tit run and might run. be it. Uh, yeah, that's as good as it gets. Not the breast, tit and run. Not there the breast. We, is... we did well today. Proud of us. Oh, what is oh. your hold on? Oh, Breaststroke yeah. is great. That's very good. Booby trapped. Love that. That's a good one too. Booby trapped also this, great. This, yeah, we all really came up with some good ones. I know. It's lent itself to a lot of names. Red flag or deal breaker. Guy just and then tit and that's runs. it. Yeah. Tit and run out. That's very selfish. Right. I think. Sexually. I'm trying to think. Okay, if a woman sat on my face, used my nose to get off, dabbed with it, her click with a paper towel, dabbed me. <laughs> 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 and you're all done. Okay, let and me then, fix you up. And then just turn on the movie. Turn on no the movie. Atten- no We're watching Barbie. To your penis. I would be so. I'd feel aghast. a little used. I think. Yeah. Kind of hot. Okay. <laughs> you always me. say that. You always I know. say that. I don't know. Yeah. There's something. Something like to me when someone has a plan. Okay. Like I'm always just like, like wow, she knee? fucking brought it. What? what if they were just like dry humping your knee and then went back to the movie and just like came, came on yeah. her, my knee? Yeah. I'd be impressed. I'd be like, OK, I I don't know. That's <laughs> just using a piece of my body. That's what I'm saying. Right. You're like, they're like but you're using a, a piece of your body to I, get off. I guess the difference is it's a not sexual piece like knee isn't. I guess nose isn't sexual. Right. But that's what titty, I'm, I guess. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like right. I think I I like women have more sexual parts than let men. Let me see her Instagram again. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, this was a good one. Thanks for writing it in. UUP at Betches.com. Yeah, this is fantastic. I love these ones because it's like the debate is built in. Like, yeah. And I do get what he's doing, kind of. Right. You know. Huh. It's interesting the different perspectives. Well, it's like goes back to our. It all comes back full circle. To him, maybe this was like we're more respectful. Right. To, if it were me, I would think it was less respectful. But it could be, you know, everything's based on your own perspective and your own individual. Right. Next thoughts. time, tell him get your face up on that couch. I'm using that nose. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would really be interested in a nose that's like a very small penis. Well, if it's right. for the clit, that's what I'm saying. I, I guess I'm imagining the nose. You know, just go right. Just uh, being rubbed you'd have against. To be very, you'd have to be very forceful, I think. I'd hope I didn't break my nose. <laughs> I would hope my nose could hold up. I, some people get, some women, they they are rubbing. 
Their nose? No, their clit. Oh, yeah, that's well. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some, you know, but you—that's the thing with you know, sex. You're like, you don't know. Everyone's different. Every woman's different. Like guys, automatic trim. Right. You know, like you know. But then sometimes it's like, you know, you get some women that are like, you know, you know, rub Hard, that nose on my less, clit. Right. Yeah. And then some are like, no, stop it. You know, like <laughs> too much. It, right. Just go like this. <laughs> and you're like, wow, you really get off to. Right. Some woman got off from listening to the blow, the sound of my, you know. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is now an you ASMR. You've been, you've been with Jared. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Not really. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Well, let's go. Let's do another email. Let's do it. Okay, I'll read it. <laughs> I, was, I forgot I read it. <laughs> Usually you do the next Sorry, one. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot I, I read them. Hi, J&J, longtime listener, big, big time fan of the podcast. I don't think you've covered this before, so I'm going to get right into it. I just turned 37 a few months after a breakup. Happy birthday. HPD. My friend recently forwarded me an email that came to her from another friend. In the email, a 30-something woman was reaching out to her network of close friends and trusted colleagues to help in her search for a partner. The idea is that we network for so many other things, work recommendations, etc., but are reluctant to do the same when it comes to dating. She asked the people who know her best to think of an eligible think of eligible men they think she'd enjoy meeting and to connect them. I talk about my dating life a lot, so most people know I'm single, but I don't think setups are top of mind because everyone's lives are so busy. If I land in their inboxes, maybe I'll land a setup with someone great. I'd love to know your thoughts on doing something like this. Does it come across as too hardcore or desperate slash pathetic at 37? Is it a good way to find those weak ties when big events with friends are, are few and far between at this age? Jordana, would you consider this approach if you were still single? Jared, I know it isn't a PowerPoint presentation, but would you think what would you think if someone tried to set you up with someone who put an email out there, uh, put an email like this out there? Thanks for all you do. You've got mail spelled like it's, a man. It's a great sign off. I just have one question. How big are her titties? <laughs> no, Sign pics. Um, no. um, how would you, would you do this? I think I might. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Because to me, if she's saying it's to close friends or colleagues, people who know her very well. Right. I think it's fine. Well, it's funny that she's receiving this email like, look at this bitch. You know, like but then she's sending, like, well, maybe I should do I it. I know. It, yeah. But it's funny that like the, this was sent to people in good faith and then one of them was like check this idiot out right like send it well, to that's her your that's fear. why she's reading your fear yeah. is that you come off as like a desperate loser 
I don't think it's desperate. I don't think so at all. I'll start it. I don't think it's desperate. I'll start at that. I don't think it's desperate. I think it's good to go to uh, you when you when you sell life insurance. I go go to your natural market. Right. This is setting you. uh, You know, setting people. uh, Sending people to work. Right. Go. go, (laughs) Yeah. Let the mailman work for you. Let the email work for you. You you get all your foot soldiers to go out and. But I think there's a couple things that like. If I was presented with this, let's say you you wouldn't be presented with you're saying someone. To hey, set I you got an I, hey, I got an email from someone that's looking to be set up. Well, that would be if the person said it like that, or if well, they said, but this is the problem with okay. setups is like, I I guess I would set I would my email would be very specific and doesn't matter how specific you get, you're gonna have people do it in a way you don't want them to do it. Okay, but I I guess what I'm when when someone comes to me with like their single friend. I just want to know, like, why I was thought of. Again, key of me. I'm the star of my movie. Like, I don't want to just go on, especially at 37, 38. I'm 38 now. Like, and I'm sure she feels the same way. You want to go out with people that are like, you know, that are thought of. And I think with a lot of women, they do Uh the, this is a single friend. Right. Men, I've set up my friends. It is never, when men do it in general, or when I've done it as a man, it's been, I don't give a fuck, one. You two can hate each other for the rest of your lives. I don't give a fuck. Okay. It's not, you, my relationship will be the same with both of you. I pre, I'm pretty positive. Okay. So, one, I don't give a fuck. Two, I'm not setting people up I didn't think. There's got to be a specific reason that I think of them two for each other. Okay. I just wouldn't be like, my single guy friend, I'm not just trying to pawn off single dude. I'm going, oh, if, it, if he comes, he came to mind. Right. It would have to be the person came to mind. And I, and I think that's a better setup, in my opinion. I agree that's, a, that's preferred. Absolutely. Preferred. So what happens in this saying, is there's okay. a lot of dead ends that are going to come your way. Right. And a lot of like dead ends that are fraught with danger of friendships and all those things. Okay. So that's like, I, again, these are all warnings. I don't think it's you're a saying bad. If, you're saying in her, in her in, in a, if there's a scenario in which people try to set you up because you seem like you really want it. And so they go out of their way to set you up with someone that's just not a good match for you. Right. And you end up getting frustrated and annoyed and annoyed with your friend and your friend gets annoyed with right. you. And, you know, they show you a picture and you go, that's not my type. And then you have to tell your friend, right. you know, it, it's just like, I, I think they have to be, I think this is done just as well. I don't think an email change. I think saying it over lunch with friends. I agree. That's preferred. That's how I would, that's how I would, would go about it. Right. I think personally. an email, she thinks an email changes things. I don't right. think it an email does. makes, I agree with you. An email makes it less personal. Right. And so it feels like one, like you're kind of prompting people to do something they wouldn't ordinarily do. But I, if I did this, I would have the expectation that most people wouldn't still wouldn't have anyone. Right. Uh, yeah. But that's why it's not that bad of an idea. It's not a bad idea or desperate. Right. Because you're just like, I, I, to me, it's, I don't know. I, I wouldn't look down on someone if they said to me, I got an email from a friend. She's single. She's like really kind of out there looking. Um, and I thought you guys, I was actually thinking about it. Yeah. That's what they have to say. Like when you're friend, they have to say to me. And I, I'm just saying like, what would turn me on? I was actually thinking about it. And what was what? that you two really do kind of would get along. Right. I need yeah, that person to yeah. say that. If well, they just go, they're single, you, you have nobody. Well, that's how you set someone, that's what I'm saying. That's just someone who doesn't know how to set someone up. If I were setting, if I got this email, 
here's what I, if I'm thinking about it, I received this email. Mm. I received this email from this person. My first thought is thinking through all the single men that I know in my head. Well, hold on. You wouldn't think, are they cool? Well, I know this person, well, uh, right? Everyone you know is cool? Well, what do you mean? You get this email from someone that you're like, they're a pain in the fucking ass, but you're friendly with. She said it's with. my close friend. Okay, I'm, I'm so just I'm saying, kind of right. you know, okay. like, but you got to be set up a well, there's, there's a, But there's a there's a person for everyone, right? You always say absolutely. that, too. Yeah, so absolutely. So I'm kind of like, even if they are kind of a pain in the ass. Okay. Even if I don't even really like them that much, but they think I do. Who can handle? In my mind, right. there's a match for everyone. You're right. right? And you're I enjoy right. setting people up. So mm. when I see this email, so I saw this email, I would immediately think about all the single people I knew. And then I would think, who could be a good match for this person? It wouldn't be like, oh, everyone... Um, ev let me contact every single person I know. I would say right. among the single people, the single guys I know, would anyone be a good match for this person? And then if I did, and I tried to set, if I could think of someone, and I wouldn't necessarily think of someone, but if I could think of someone, I might, if I contacted them, I wouldn't say she sent an email. That would that to me would be like making her making her look a little bit more desperate than is necessary. I would well, just say right. I know a person. I'm just saying. I guess what I'm saying in response to that is you are the best person. You know more than the average Joe or Jay. Sure, I'm probably better at a setup than you're. Others. You're the best. Thank you. That what you just explained is more thoughtful than 99 percent of people. 99 percent of people. You know, I mean, you know, this, you know this from your DMs. I yeah. know, yeah, I know this from my DMs. I know this from my parents. I know this from right. everyone who's ever tried to set me up. Ninety-nine percent of people are below what you just said, right? You know, and I would say fifty percent of those people are forward the email to the person. Hey, this this chick's looking for someone. Oh my god! Like I think yeah. people are right. really yeah. don't give up. Like so that's why. Well, knowing now that I know that, I would never send this email. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I just these are my warnings right. to her. Like, I would say it at lunch. Maybe I would start off with that. I'm looking for someone. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah. And I think, but even the weak ties thing that she brings up, that's from our episode with, who'd we have on? The professor. Um, she wrote the book about being in your 20s. What was her? Um, it was like she The was Defining a, Decade. What was, what was the author of De The Defining Decade? Go check out The Defining Decade. She was a great guest. It was a great book. I really liked it. Meg J. Meg J. Yeah. When she talked about weak ties, it wasn't the people you would email. That's true. Yeah, this that's, isn't a good example of weak ties. That's right. A good point. So that's another thing. It's like your friends, your close friends are going to go, you're, you've become now a burden to them. The friendship has become more work for them than it is for you. Right. So I don't know how this email. Like weak ties. Me, right. Weak ties is more like you go to a wedding, you're seated next to someone, you're seated next to a couple that right. you don't know, and you're talking to them and they're like, oh, are you dating anyone? You say, no, I'm single. If you happen to know anyone, they think you're a great time. They had a lot of fun with you. Those people set you up. That's a weak tie. I think this is a better, if, if I was to brainstorm with this person, mm -hmm. I think this email sent to your friends is more to set up a party where they all bring friends. This goes back to my my friend the luck. Idea. Yeah. The friend luck provides. Yes. And if you went to your to me this email's better you're better suited like let's give incentives. Your friends all want you said there's less big parties, there's less times where we get together. Well, let's create a time where we get together. Yeah. Falls on the horizon. Football season's a coming. Planet. Let's get something in the books where it's a fun Fall back from the, I mean, we're, we're taping this two weeks into August. 
For, uh, welcome back. Welcome back, uh, students. But you do it for your friends who are out of college. Syllabus week party. Right. Boom. You do a syllabus week party. But she's saying, I'm 37. My friends, most of her friends are probably married with kids. So she's probably like, I don't think anyone's going to come to my funny, fun idea. I, I would say they're more likely to come to your funny, fun idea than they are to say, well, Robert has been looking. I just think, and then, hey, bring a friend. I'm opening this up to any friends you want to bring. And you get a month ahead. My friends with kids, they get, if you're a month ahead, you're okay. Okay. Start planning. I, I just think that your, your email is better. I think you're going to get more out of the email that's like, hey, let's have this fun time, a daytime hang where you're a lot, you know, please bring your friends that I may have never met. Right. Is going to be more fruitful than... Does anyone know anyone? And I'm making her sound desperate, which I don't think she sounds at all. Right. But I mean, I guess the idea of even sending the email seems less casual. The idea with dating is you do want to make it feel a little bit more casual if you can. Not right. that you're looking for something casual, but just that you are enjoying your life and having fun. But I, I do. I agree with you in that the idea of like sending out a formal email in itself, if you heard someone had sent out an email, it might make the going into the whole thing seem a little less fun, a little bit more formal. And more serious right away. You know, right. you go, <clears throat> and that's why I would want to know why I was thought of. Right. You know, because I don't want to just go out with anyone who's looking to really buckle down and date. <laughs> you know, I better be a fucking match. Right. No, I agree. And I think that to me, that was obvious. Like, of course, the prerequisite is that someone is a match. And by 37, I would hope most people setting people up would know that. No, 37, if you have kids. Two single people, they're faceless, that's nameless. True. Oh, that's true. I mean, no, the like parents always set you up with the worst people. Yeah, too. you're. Oh, I mean, you're a Jew. That's a Jew. Go, go make actually, more Jews. Though, yeah, that's, actually, yeah. That, I mean, so like, and they think they think all youth is beautiful. That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll think. No, it's true. They like they think anyone yeah. who's young is attractive. Yeah, and it's just not. I, I mean, it's just not the case. Like, I'm sorry, it's just not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's our message from this podcast. But do you know what I feel like? No, that? I know. Like, some people's grandparents, they, they're just like, they're so, like, they're young and they're right. so, they're no. attractive. But, like, that's just not how, you, like, also, individuals work with attraction. Right. To change it up a little bit, like, <laughs> ever, not everyone's everyone's type. You know, you that's go, what I'm the, yeah, more that's, important. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. We write that. Attractive it. to me. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. When you, And then you, when you go, not my type, they go, whoa, whoa, look Mr. at Picky. you. Mr. Picky. Oh, I didn't know I was dealing with Brad Pitt over here. And you're like, I'm garbage too. But right. I'm someone's Looking garbage. Looking for your specific garbage. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. 
Ready to play some games? Let's do it. This week we're playing Thirsty or Not, sponsored by Stanley. Whether you're headed to a pickup game or you're cheering on your crush, Stanley's Ice Flow Flip Straw Tumbler is essential for your summer hydration. Plus, the new Ice Flow Varsity Collection features stripes or mesh reminiscent of throwback athletic wear, but with a modern retro feel. So here's how we play Thirsty or Not. We have a few scenarios from listeners for which we need to determine whether someone's being too thirsty, meaning are these dating moves overeager to the point of weird or not? And could it lead to a relationship? So I'm holding the Varsity um, Ice Flow Varsity Collection. Very it is cool. great. It is perfect to toss into your bag. That's like the big part of it. You will feel like a professional tennis player. Absolutely. And it's I, I just love the little handle. I just a it. great it, item here. It makes me want to go back to college. Very fall. Very syllabus week. We love it. Love it. Okay, you ready? Yes. He asks you for your number in the library. I was studying late in the library and noticed the guy sitting at the t next table glance over a few times. By the time I had packed up and was about to leave, he motioned to catch my attention. I took my earbud out and he asked for my number. I was caught a little off guard, so I didn't give it to him. What would you do? What? <laughs> What's going on here? What? Why wouldn't you take? Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe, I don't, if you oh, have you're no saying, interest. Why is that weird? Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's thirsty at all. At all? Yeah. Yo. Someone saw you, thought you were attractive, and asked for your number. Total nah. I that's, agree. That's the so game nah. here. This yeah. is what we're doing. You know, I, I, again, like, I, it, it is funny that, like. You could not be interested, but that doesn't mean. You could not story. be interested, and someone could not be thirsty, and both things could be true. Absolutely. Yes. And and also, I mean, it's, it's funny that, like, I read this, and I'm like, have we been on the internet that long? That like this very normal interaction. They used now to have, right that in our day. <laughs> that would Back happen all the time. Right. Yeah. At the library, that's where you meet someone. You're someone who's trying to you know be better in school. You're yeah. trying. You're. This is all. This is to me. In college, the library was like a social scene. Total social scene, and it's like to me, I'm like good for that. That guy was. It was I don't know the genders, but like you were you were an adult. You yeah. know, like, uh, I, I, I don't think I, I it's don't weird know. at all. I think it's weird yeah. to think it's weird. I agree. You're a nah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, let's do another. Okay. This guy hit on me in the same way and didn't remember. This guy approached me, dropped a pickup line, and I wasn't into it, so nothing came of it. People have to meet IRL somehow, so if it's a hello or general flirting, do what you have to do. Except two weeks later, I'm at the same local spot and the same guy approaches me dropping the same line. At that point, are you actually into me or flirting like it's your job? It's funny. Two people from two different sides of the aisle. One, like, how could someone talk to me? And the other person, like, you got to talk to people somehow. Right. You know, like, um, so but about this one, it is, I mean, I saw a guy do this once. Really? I was at a to bar. Multiple people? He just kept going person to person at the Ugh. bar. Just like kind of like trying to like it, it was very like, you know, the guy from uh, the VH1 show it was very mystery, very pickup artisty. Right. Like he was just going up from person to person. I think having a line in the be to begin with that you use on multiple people thirst. I think this is very thirsty. thirsty. They're totally thirsty. Very thirsty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he had just he, said he hi, yeah. no line. I don't think it's thirsty. It's to having the same person twice who's rejected them. Well, you see him once at different occasions. Hey, how are you? Uh, it, it, but when it's a line, that's why it's, you know, like when it's a... Uh, 
I think even if it was... Is your dad a baker? Because look at those buns. You know, like, I don't know. I think even if it was like a um, ask-out attempt... Like, I think of this guy with, like, let's bring oh, it back to the first one. asking twice is thirsty. Yeah. yeah, I think asking twice is definitely thirsty. If someone says no the first time. Right. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You're right. I mean, I guess like, men, men could think it's, like, romantic, but I think it's kind of, like, annoying. What if it's, I, I, okay, so let me give a different scenario. It comes over to you. Hey, how are you? Start talking. Hey, can I get your number? You're like, no, I'm actually, uh, I'm just not looking at date right now. Okay. Okay. Then two weeks later. Hey, good to see you again. You're like, hey, good to see you. How you been? And you guys have another conversation, but it's like a very nice. The next time? The next time you're like, how you been? And you you kind of take it as like, oh, maybe he's just looking to be friends. And he kind of misunderstands that. And he's like, well, she's talking to me. Still thirsty. Still thirsty. Because I think it's, that's kind of like, you say, I mean, you say this all the time where men don't think that like a no is a no. Or like, or not, that's not what you say. That's not what you say. That's not what you say. No, like I think men are have such a big ego that they don't, they don't think that you're not into them. I could understand, especially in person. You meet at a bar, you meet at the library and they have a nice conversation. They ask for your number and you say, no, I'm not really looking to date right now, which is a normal human non-confrontational way to go. Mm -hmm. I can understand two weeks, a month later, he comes back, you have a nice conversation. He's like, Maybe she's ready to date now. I could understand the No. If the you've offer. asked me out and I've said no, I'll it's let a no you, forever. I'll let you, it's a no <laughs> until I tell I'll tell you if I change my mind. Don't call me. I'll call you. It's kinda of like yeah. I know you're into me. Right, right. If I change my mind, you'll know. Right. <laughs> It's That's like there's fair. no reason you have to keep making me uncomfortable and having sure. to like reject you multiple times. I think you would feel the same way if you if you reject if a woman uh wanted to go on a date with you, you said I'm not dating right now, and then they asked you again. Two weeks later, he would be like, I think I, a little, I, would I, don't be, have to, I don't want to have to be this person again. I, You're right. I would be put off by it. I guess I, I'm bringing up a scenario that we don't see as much often anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the scenario you're, that would annoy me is like a DM, hey, we should go out. And then I'm like, I'm very flat and I don't want to go out. And then two weeks later, another DM because I liked the right. response to something. You're right. I would be put off. You're right. That would yeah. be thirsty. I just think it's kind of like you ask someone once, they say no. They'll let you know if they change right. their mind. They I know would, where to find you. I would if yeah. I if I let's say this guy we had a good conversation after the first time he asked me out, mm-hmm. and I thought I was starting to like him more. You would. Ask I would for the make. Number. I would ask for his number. I would make it known. Hey, I know is that offer still available? I'm actually I'm looking to date now. I think you're right. <laughs> you're right. Thirsty. Thirsty to me. You pushed me. To Thirsty Town. Yes. Okay. One more? Let's do it. Want to read it? He tried to use my dog as a reason to start hanging out again. My college boyfriend and I broke up pretty soon after we entered the real world. We started having different lives and interests. I wanted to spend more time with my dog, and he (laughs) wanted to act like one. Okay. I hope they didn't. I mean, is this Carrie Bradshaw? Right. I assume she's (laughs) joking, but like... um, you think she's joking about wanting to spend more time with I her dog? I think it was a right? device to get okay. to him acting like a dog, right? Okay. Yeah. I can only assume. Hysterical. If someone's okay. <laughs> and then I got to thinking, right. are men like dogs? <laughs> I unfollowed and muted from my socials, but didn't mind that he still followed my dog's Insta. After more than a few months of radio silence, he randomly DM'd my dog's account with a picture of a puppy and said, new dog needs friends. Play date? I'd, Ferenz I'd, is F U R E I N D S. I 
Uh, it's a thirsty. This is for thirsty me. to me yeah, too, because is... especially if you're an, I think anytime you're an ex and you come back in a way that isn't acknowledging the situation is a thirsty, annoying ass situation. Right. There's no like, hey, I want to make a fix. I'm not a dog anymore. Right. I'm not looking at, you know, I, I have made mistakes. I've gone to therapy. I'm, I, I've you're been just thinking trying to about pretend us. nothing happened. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, bark, bark. Yeah. You, that's not right. Really acknowledging the gravity of coming back. Exactly. I yeah. It's just like. You got a puppy, like right. I don't know. It's as cheesy as, you know, the line that she used. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> like I don't know. All right, thirsty, thirsty. Both stylish and functional. Stanley's Ice Flow Tumbler Varsity Collection. I'm holding it. You can see it on YouTube. It is a beautiful piece. It is awesome, and you can just toss it in a bag, bring it wherever you want. Is here just in time for the back to college shopping season. The Ice Flow Tumbler keeps your drink ice cold on those sweltering summer days. It's easy to carry, handle, makes it the best back-to-campus tumbler for toting your beverages to those early morning classes. Never look or be thirsty again thanks to Stanley. And you can try Stanley for yourself by visiting Stanley1913.com. Well, we did it. We solved dating again. Look at us. So impressed. Back next week and with a Netflix special. Yes. That'll be out. Set the reminders. 37 and single. Check it out. The U Up Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.